Welcome back to our third segment of Solid Steps Radio. And to you, it may be your first segment. If you're just tuning in, thank you for listening. We have a podcast. If you want to hear any of our shows in their entirety, you can go to a couple of different places. You can go to furtherstillministries.org and hear a lot more about what Further Still Ministries can do for you or men in your life. Uh, different op- opportunities as far as retreats and things of that nature. You can also click on the microphone on that website and it will take you to our podcast. Or if you're on Facebook, like a billion people in the world are, you can go there and you can type in Solid Steps Radio and you will see our Facebook page and all of our shows are there in their entirety. You can post on it, uh, click on it, and it'll go right to our post of that uh, of that podcast. And we post all of our shows from the weekend. We tape on a Tuesday, they go on the weekend, and then they post the podcast on a Monday morning. You can go to iTunes, you can go to SoundCloud. All you got to do is type in Solid Steps Radio. You'll see our ugly mugs and you click on that and you can hear our shows in their entirety. <laughs> Greg, you know, when when you're talking about influence in the marketplace, I, I love how you navigate into moving you know, from one to two to three mm-hmm. and you were going to share a story. Yeah, I, at the, I've at got the, this. Share that story. Yeah, I've got this uh, story of you know, as I was as I was practicing this a few years ago, I was going into the cleaners of all places, and I, I love this story because it just demonstrates that God is so much in the detail of our lives if we only let Him. It's about us recognizing. So I pull up to the cleaners, and I and I tried my God. What are you doing right now? What are you saying right now? Because I just sensed that the Lord was was present, and I'm at the Highland Cleaners, you know, and I'm like, okay. So I'm going in expectantly, and I open the door, and there's my neighbor. And she's got like 20 shirts and some dresses and blouses. And uh, her husband's right going through a difficult health situation, going to have surgery, sensitive surgery. And so I said, okay, Lord, I got it. So I say, hi, you know, this person. And, you know, uh, let me help you out with that. And so I help her out. And I say, you know, how's her husband? How's your husband doing? And she says, you know, good, Greg. But, you know, I've got a, I got a meeting across town. I got to run. And so she throws the stuff in there, heads out, and I said, I guess I missed it. And so I walked back into the cleaners, and I had thrown my three shirts down, ready to pick up my my clean, three, you know, said, Can you get me my three clean ones back there? And the clerk, who I'd never seen before, had taken my shirts and brought the three shirts forward that I had there. And I had never given him my phone number or anything. I'd just thrown some stuff down. And uh, and as I'm walking forward, I was like, wow, that's, that's wild. And the Lord says, just tell her she's a good detective. I just felt this sense to say, tell her she's a good detective. And these are the conversations I have with the Lord, and this is the way the Lord works in me. The Lord's always trying to humble me because I, I struggle with pride. And so, and I said, no, Lord, I don't want to tell her she's a good detective because I'm going to look stupid, and I don't like to look stupid. Above all else, I want people to think well of me. So I don't do things that make me look stupid, all right? And so the Lord's constantly— Chad, Chad I, we well, know, we never welcome to my world. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I'm constantly fighting that with the Lord. So I, so I, says, I said to her, you know, this is kind of weird, but sometimes— I just feel like God tells me something to say. So I say to the clerk, you know what? You're a good detective. And she looks up, she goes, how'd you know? And I say, how'd I know what? And she said, well, when I'm not here, she said, I'm studying online. I want to be a detective. She said, I don't want to be a police officer. I don't think I can do that, but I want to be a detective, but I don't think I'm good enough. And I feel trapped. And I said, well, you know what? If that's the passion God's given you, you ought to pursue it. And she just starts to tears run down her face. Mm. And... And all of a sudden, it's like you could see that moment where I said, you know, well, you know, I'm just, uh, I'll be praying for you, you know, kind of thing. And that was it. I didn't give her this four spiritual laws. I went to my car, but I, I got to my car and tears started running down my face because I, I realized that God did that as much for me as for her. <laughs> he said, I want you to know I am always at work everywhere. And if you only give me the time and space 
And if you only tune in to my voice, he said, I have moments like that for you planted all over because I want you to advance my kingdom. We, we, we so many times think that only God is, is work in the church. Right. You know, in the four walls of the church. Right. But it's, he is work everywhere. Yes. And I, I love, uh, we, we were talking about Ephesians 2.10, you know, mm-hmm. it's, we are God's, Paul is talking to the body of Christ. We are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do just the things that he's, yeah, it created in advance for us to do. Absolutely. He, he, to speak one little uh, yeah. a word of encouragement yeah. to a lady, you know, in the laundry. Yeah. And uh, how God God used that in her life. God used that in your life. Yeah. And now, you know, my wife and I will go into a restaurant and sometimes we'll just, you know, pray quietly a little bit there. And then the Lord will like just prompt us to say something to the waitress or the, the waiter. Uh, on occasion and it's just a powerful time you know just that God moment and so trying to be sensitive to where God's always at work uh, and we need to join in you know the uh, this level three thing really can be pervasive if you really invade your life if you really let it Um, one of the you know stories I heard about somebody got the the really understood this level three and started saying okay Mm -hmm. they were a home builder and they were a level two home builder which is somebody who shows up, says, hey, this is how much it's going to cost. Uh, it's actually going to take longer than most people tell you. They're honest. Uh, you know, they, they give you the, when you make a change, they tell you how much it's going to cost. They can't, they came back afterwards for the punch list. And they were the kind of builder, when somebody with their friend was going to build a house, they said, hey, you ought to have so-and-so do it. You know, strong, integrity, good work. Well, they got this level three thing and said, you know what, here's the deal. I'm only going to buy a piece of land if the Lord prompts in my spirit to do it. I'm going to pray about it ahead of time. If I feel released to do it, I'm going to buy that land. And then I'm going to walk that land. I'm going to say, Lord, bring me the people here that you want me to work with and the customers that you want me to impact. And then when I work with the customer, I'm going to say, you know what? I'm going to be working with you for the next seven or eight months. Uh, I'd like to pray. I'm going to pray for you every day. Let me know if you want have a prayer request. You know, what are your kids' names? I'll pray for them. This is what the builder's doing. Yeah, and he's just doing that. And then afterwards, he's walking the neighborhood. Lord, when people come here, would they feel your presence? Would you find them here? And you know what? Mm. In the natural, no difference. A good house is built. He gets recommended. Everybody's happy. But in the spiritual world, if you have spiritual lenses to see what's planted, what's different, and what's shifted, everything's different. That's, that's cool. And just think about how we can walk through life with a different, you know, I always say to people, you have children, you're a mom, you know, stay-at-home mom, or your dad, you're trying to figure out your kid. Just say, Lord, what are you doing in my son, Tom, right now? What are you doing in my daughter, you know, uh, Elizabeth, right now? Because uh, I want to cooperate with that. Um, and so it becomes a way you view your entire life, and it puts you back on mission all the time to say, Lord, what are you doing, and how do I advance your kingdom? You know, uh, what you're describing, too, is a life, to me, yeah. it's a life of adventure. Absolutely. Because we, we can grind through life, and, and life can be hard, yeah. and life can throw us some serious punches to the gut that yes. can about wipe us out. But, yeah. but God says, no, I'm, I'm at work, I'm alive, I'm moving, and I want to use you. And we, get, we begin to see the things that only God can do. Yeah, and, and you, when you make room, it, it, builds, it built my faith at the cleaners as much as it did that clerk. You know, because I'm like, oh, my gosh, God, you constantly amaze me at how much you care for people, 
how much you love them, how much you want to meet them, how you are so involved in the details if we only let you. And like, if you're like me, most of the time you run around just self-sufficient in your own resources and power, making things happen. And you think you're doing good most of the time because you're trying to do good things. But if you just wait on God and cooperate with him and be directed by him, you'll find out you'll do God things, not just good things. That's... Um that's so encouraging because, Greg, I, I've heard, you know, through the years, you know, being a pastor, well, yeah, but you're a pastor. You right, know? right. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, we're all called yes. to the, the privilege of ministry. Right. Yeah, it says that, you know, the Bible says the church was given these offices, you know, pastor, evangelist, you know, apostle, uh, teacher, you know, for the purpose of equipping the saints for the work of the ministry. And so when you get that vision that basically you're going to church to get equipped and refreshed and to uh, be renewed, to go out and do the works of the ministry, and you are always on mission to advance the kingdom and everything you do is sacred, that gives you your life of adventure back. You know, Greg, I I think so many times, um, yeah, but I'm not qualified. I didn't go to seminary. I didn't go to Bible college, but that's okay. Yeah. God, God wants to use you in a unique way, um, I, I think as well, just the, the power of when we walk into a room mm-hmm. and how we can just, if, if the love of Christ radiates from us yes. through our eye contact, through our smiles, through our physical uh, touch appropriately, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. words of encouragement and affirmation, mm-hmm. um, and, then, and then just say, God, what are you up to? You gonna say something, Chad? Well, I was just thinking that the, I wrote down here. What are you? Where are you at work? What are you doing? And what are you saying? Jesus was arguably the greatest question asker ever, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. He was no, no, not arguably. He was. He was. Right, the. We know that. <laughs> but you think about the great questions he asked. What kind of questions did he ask the Father? Right in prayer. Mm. And Greg just said, why don't we just ask questions to God, the Father? He will give us the answers. Yeah. So we don't have to have the answers, but we have to have the right questions. Yeah. Yes. Right. Lord, what Lord, what do you where are you at work? What are you up to? And Lord, how do you want me to how do you want me to you you how do you want me to be used in your hand today? You don't have to have a Bible degree to ask those questions. No. no. In fact, you know, I, I, what I've found is that um, God works more in my weakness and my dependence on him than he does in my self-sufficiency or qualifications. Yes. You know, Second Corinthians 12 says, you know, uh, where Paul had the thorn in his side, he said, remove it. He goes, no, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. And Paul finally gets it and says, okay, I'm going to boast in my weakness then, because <laughs> I want to see your power at work. And because when... We are weak, and God does something. Who gets the glory? He gets the glory. He gets the glory. Because his strength And my problem was, I was a glory hog. Mm. And the Lord said, man, I'm going to teach you how to give me glory. But in it, you're going to have so much fun. Wow. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back. And if you think, hey, that sounds enough for me, right? We got another level. There's another level to go to. (laughs) And we're going to talk about that more. We'll take a break. Thanks for listening to Solid Steps Radio. Welcome back to our fourth and unfortunately our final segment today, but uh, we, we will live on in infamy in our podcast. So if you want to hear all the show in its entirety, <laughs> uh, you can uh, go to Facebook, you can go to SoundCloud, 
and you can just type in Solid Steps Radio, or you can go to furtherstillministries.org. And we want to thank our sponsors, Carol Rogers Carpet One, LNN Credit Union, Vision First, Country Lake Christian Retreat Center, and Bright Star Healthcare. Greg, um, you talked in, in the break uh, a picture that God gave um, you. Uh, when you were moving into this level three, becoming mm-hmm. a, you know, a, a significant influencer in, for the kingdom, mm-hmm. what what was that picture? You know, I, um, this is kind of the way I, that uh, my relationship is with God. You know, I'm kind of constantly telling Him things. You know, <clears throat> like, uh, you know, Lord, this is the way it goes, or this is what we're doing. <laughs> like he, uh, yeah, yeah, he needs you. He needs me, and uh, you, you know, I'm very directive. So uh, I guess that's the way I am. And uh, so, and and, uh, and the Lord, I started listening more. And the Lord, you know, would he came to me and said, you know, you got it all wrong. I just felt the sense. I was like. Okay, which 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 thing? <laughs> I, I've had a lot of those lately, and and I and he said, you know, I, I, he showed me. I had a picture, and I did have this mental picture that on Monday morning, that the Lord opened the door, and I'm an ex-athlete. He'd slap me on the butt and say, "Go get him, champ," you know. And I had the game plan. And I was going to go out and execute it. And he says, "You got it all wrong." He says, "I don't do that at all." He says, "On Monday morning, I open the door, I grab your hand, and I say, let's go get him, champ.'" Mm. <laughs> and the difference between those two images shapes the entire way that you go to work. You know, on the one hand, you go out and say, "Man, I got to perform the game plan for God." The other one says, "You know what? God's going on the field with me. He's got the game plan. I just need to cooperate with Him and follow Him." And so it it started to reshape my thinking. And so I would, you know, I just start praying, let's go get him. You know, let's go get him. And uh, we, we are together. He's yeah. he's he's with us. He's by our side. He's in us. He's not just saying, go get him. But let's I love let's that. Let's go love get that. Him. Love that picture. And it, it, it really reshaped the way I, I was thinking, because uh, I oftentimes would be self-sufficient. I'd run off on my own will and power thinking I was doing good things. <laughs> but really, the Lord says, let's go get him. The things I want to do are different even than you can think in your best thoughts. Um so that was really kind of how I, I, I came into that. Uh, Greg, tell us uh, uh, the story of David Novak, who, yeah. who was the CEO of Yum. Yeah. And you worked with him. Yeah. Well, you know, this really kind of introduces for me a little bit about uh, this notion of uh, there's, a, there's another level. Um, and, you know, I thought level three was a revelation for me to understand, holy crow, the Lord's just illuminating for me that there's another level, you know, mm. there's level three. But you know, when I saw this paradigm read it in the book, it said there's a level four. And level four builds on the first three levels. I'm a Christian in the marketplace, acting according to godly principles, partnering with God in the power of the Holy Spirit. Fourth, but I've been positioned to affect the sphere in which I've been placed, like that, that business or that school or that uh, ministry or that government office or the state or the, the nation, you know. And it's people, you know, like Daniel and like Joseph, um, who have, were were given assignments um, to really shape things uh, for God's agenda for a larger sphere, for a larger group, up to nations. Um, and so, you know, I started to uh, just pray into, you know, what that means, and looking back in my life and where the Lord had kind of positioned me uh, to be a level four. And uh, the whole notion of the level four is that 
uh, you know, it's not just you're being positioned for, uh, you know, a nation, you know, like our governor right now. The Lord's raised him up, given him favor, and, and the Lord wants to use him to affect the whole state of Kentucky. Um, but you may be the head of the PTA. You might be the head of the baseball league, you know, uh, in your town. You might be the person who's responsible for uh, a division of your company. You know, you basically you've been positioned to have influence uh, in a multiplicative way where you can affect mm. many people. And your shadow that you cast, you know, and what the Lord has given you to influence uh, is on a larger scale. And so you mm. need to think about, okay, Lord, you didn't put me here um, to, you know, just be that. You've put me here because you want to do something that brings your kingdom in a unique way to where you've positioned me. I'm on the wall here for a reason a wall of righteousness to build your kingdom. What do you want me to do in it? And how and how do you how how can you use me and my strengths and how you've wired me and how you've made me to influence right. this PTA, this baseball league, this soccer league, this yeah, state? Yes, what, the, yeah, I love it. Yeah, whatever it is, yeah, absolutely. Because you know, God cares about entire states, entire leagues of of soccer. Uh, you know, and when I first got promoted to a senior executive role as the head of HR um, at KFC, and I thought, oh, man, I'm pretty good. You know, hey, this is really, you know, <laughs> I'm doing well. You can see this theme here. You can see why the, the Lord had to deal with my pride. And uh, early on, I'm, I'm, I come into work. I was getting there early, and the boss comes in, and he drives this old BMW, and he's like, a uh, couple weeks into my job, he's like, he comes in, he goes, man, you're not going to believe this because he has to go by my office to his on the way in. I go, what? He goes, on the way in, he goes, my radio hasn't worked for eight years. I'm coming in this morning. The radio comes on randomly, and there's this local guy, this guy from a local church preaching, and I'm like, oh, wow, that's crazy. <laughs> and so I kind of let it go. He comes in like two days later. You're not going to believe it. It happened again. The My ra- radio, the radio comes on randomly. This guy, and I caught his name. His name's Bob Russell. He goes to a church near here. I was like, uh, and you know what? He said something here I'm not really sure about. I'm not, and he had that kind of edge, you know, like, I don't think I'm buying this. And he goes, here's what he said. He says, what do you think? I'm like, oh, dear Lord, why do you want to get me involved in this? You're fully capable of dealing with this. The last thing I need to do is be locked in horns in a spiritual battle or discussion with my boss. And, you know, long story short, the Lord just used me and others and the situations and brought him into a saving relationship with the Lord and his family, and they were all <laughs> baptized. And, you know, at the time, I was reluctant to step in um, because I was intimidated by the enemy. But really, seeing yourself as a level four where you're positioned to have influence over influencers, the Lord is at work. Join in. Mm. He's positioned you, so he's given you the favor and what you need. You need to be obedient, be encouraged, uh, and take the land. um, And you see that biblically over and over again. You see it with with Moses. You see it with Joshua. You see it with Daniel, as you mentioned. um, Joseph. And how... Um, we and we don't have to be the, an executive VP. No, no, you can. You know, like I said, you might be the the person who's the the teacher who has the ear of the superintendent. You know, uh, you might be the coach who the the, the leader of the league, uh, you know, trusts and respects and will listen to. Um, you just need to see yourself as divinely positioned on the wall 
um, to accomplish God's purposes and bring the kingdom and let him determine what that influence looks like. I, I love that yeah. because we we don't have to be the one that takes our the attitude, well, by goodness, we, we've got to, I've got to get all these people saved. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that's well, the Lord. That's you know, Lord's think vision. about Jesus. What formal role did he have? <laughs> I mean, really, what, what formal power role did he have? Really none. None. Um, and so the Lord gives us the power for the purposes he's, he's positioned us for. That's, cool. That's beautiful. Listener, if you're out there right now and you are, you're thinking, I, I could never be me. Um, do not li- listen to that lie. Yeah, that is a lie from the pit of hell. That it, it is. It God, doesn't matter whether you're a president or a plumber. Yeah, absolutely. God says, Jesus says to us, you are the light of the world. Mm-hmm. You are the salt of the earth. Let your light shine. Mm-hmm. Let your light shine. Amen. Greg, it has been great to have you in here. Well, thanks, guys. It's thanks for coming privilege. in. Uh, it, it is a privilege to have you in here. And uh, But our time is up. But would you pray for us guys? Would you yeah. pray for our listeners and uh, that we would be moving toward level, moving up, moving yeah. up that level of yeah. uh, eventually level three and level four? Yeah, Lord, we just thank you that um, you have us on mission every day. Uh, Lord, that we don't go out to do something that's uh, uh, not valuable to you, not unto you, that everything we do is unto you. So, Lord, we just pray that uh, for all of us that we would see every day, whether we're going to the dry cleaners or to the boardroom or to fix a, a sink in somebody's house, that you have us on mission, that you were at work there, that you have something for those people, that you want to intersect us and intersect the people that we intersect so that we can bring the kingdom of light against the kingdom of darkness. And that you call all of us, every one of us, Father, there's not a special class or a special office It's all of us who call you our our Lord and Savior that uh, get to partner with you to daily live a life that's on purpose, on mission, that's exciting, um, and that accomplishes kingdom results for you, Father. Mm -hmm. And I just pray that the people listening, Father, their spirits would burn within them Mm -hmm. to be the level three person in, in in their jobs that you call them to be, to have the impact and influence Uh, Father, that you are desiring and that you would equip them and give them favor, Mm -hmm. Lord, and give them discernment and be able to hear your voice to know where you are leading them and that they would have the courage to follow and to see you work mightily to accomplish all that you have for your glory. Mm -hmm. In Jesus' name. Mm -hmm. Amen. Thank you, Greg. Thank you so much. You bet. Great to be with you. And Greg is uh, one of the founders of a ministry called Iron Bell Ministries, ironbellministries.org. If you want to find out some of the events going on over there, it'd be a great place to check out. And and they have nights of worship and uh, great experience over there. Hey, we hope you've had a decent experience today listening to our show. And we'd love for you to be a longtime listener. If you know someone who needs to hear this, pass this on to them. That would be a way you could help us. Just find the podcast, pass it along to somebody in a text or an email, and that would help us out. So, hey, thank you for listening. Pray for us, pass it on, and also just do what we what we hear and tell these stories that we're hearing and, and let them uh, apply to your life. So thank you for listening again to Solid Steps Radio.